Welcome back. Welcome back to Adult Conversations with Blue. This is episode 75. Oh my God, we've made it to episode 75. On October 19th, it will be three years that I have, since I've started this podcast. We've been here for a while, haven't we, huh? Well, we don't have any house cleaning. Back up a little bit. We do. Small, tiny bit of house cleaning. Um, We've officially launched our Patreon page for Adult Conversations by Blue. And when I say we, I mean you, the listeners, and myself. I wanted to get behind the camera or get in front of the camera, I should say, and kind of bring the um, podcast to you guys virtually. And one way to do that was to just kind of sit down and record um, some 10 to 15 minute content, some bonus content so that you guys can see your girl, um, Goddess Blue, on camera. Um, I've already filmed the first um, episode, which um, it's a bonus content, so it will not be on the actual streaming platforms like um, iTunes and all those other things, our Spotify. You will have to go to Patreon in order to see that bonus content. Um, They're not big tiers. I have a $1 tier, a $10 tier, and a $15 tier for right now. so, you know, just stay tuned because I will be bringing some, um, I'll be bringing you guys some interesting stuff. I just wanted to make sure that I can tap into another source of income, which will help build the podcast, grow the podcast, and allow me to get better studio equipment. Currently, I am recording on my iPhone because I have a couple of meetings today and I can't really get to sit down and do my whole full film setup or anything. So I felt like I should just come on here, pop in this um, moment and just kind of chit chat with you guys. Today is hump day. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd. It's the second day after fall. We are in fall. We are in September. Can you believe we are at the end almost at the end of 2021 and it still feels like we are somewhat in some kind of a strange bubble don't know what that's all about but yeah we're in this strange fucked up bubble and we're here and I'm not sure how long we're here to stay um but we're gonna make it through it I hope you guys um enjoy listening I posted a cons um an episode a couple days ago, you guys will hear this actually tomorrow because I'll put it together and load it on tomorrow and you guys will be able to um, hear it. So you'll get an um, episode on Thursday. Um, and yeah, that's all I have for housekeeping. Um, what else? Nothing else. So let's jump into today's topic. Now, today's topic is pretty interesting, but n- not unaware of. Um, and I was actually a, a while ago, I was on Twitter and one of those podcast apps that I follow, they were talking about like, what is, um, what, what is an episode that you're interested to share on your podcast? And so I had come up with an episode that I thought would be interesting to talk about. And I decided now is the perfect time to talk about it because it just popped into my head like five minutes ago, reminding me 
that you need to record a podcast and you need to talk to the people about this particular topic in the times that we are in right now. So let's jump right into it. Today's topic is called sex work and why the pandemic has skyrocketed it or whatever. We're going to find the right title for it. So it will sound a little bit better than that. But basically what we're doing is we're talking about sex work and why sex work has become heightened in the pandemic era and why sex work is here to stay and why we should appreciate those who are sexual beings and those who are sex positive like ourselves who are interested in sharing their um their creative sides to others on various paid platforms like OnlyFans um and all these other um AVNs and all these other networks sexpanther.com all those stuff that you um might be interested in or have heard about and um, I found it very interesting because one of, now you guys know I do the research, I try to bring some content to you guys and, you know, I go out there and I look it up for you. And one of the things that popped up was how doing, there was an article that was written by Suzanne, Susanna Wise. She is an, a blogger, but she also tapped into sex work and she said how doing sex work helped me love myself and I thought that title was so interesting because a lot of the times those of us who are sexual beings are afraid to explore our sexuality in public or be open about it because we are afraid of being judged and I think she um, discussed one of the things that really made people take a look at it as to how easy it is to be yourself behind the camera and show people on the outside you're not in their faces you don't see them every day um they're not in your vicinity and you get to feel more comfortable more sexual more empowering and i'm all about women empowerment especially if you are a dominatrix and you are understanding the the ability to hone in on your sex. And when I say sex, I mean just that appeal that exudes out of you. And I think learning about sex work, um, it takes a lot. Sex work is going to be a job. It's going to be a job because you got to get the equipment set up. And then also before you jump into sex work, you kind of basically have to know what is it that you want to sell? Like, what am I trying to sell you if I'm going to be a part of the sex work industry? Am I going to sell you a fantasy um, where I can own, you don't see my face, you don't see anything. We just talk through sexting. We talk through like the telephone. You remember back in the day? And when I say back in the day, I'm talking for my listeners who are in my age range and a little older when we used to have the 1-800 numbers and you know you pay a dollar 99 for the first minute but then after that you'd be racking up a bill and your wife is asking you like what happened to our grocery money that's what I'm talking about um and if you ever watched Spike Lee's Girl 6 as a phone sex operator and now I will tell you this when I remember when I started getting more involved in online dating and talking to people, a lot of people would tell me that I sound like a sex, a phone sex operator. And trust me, your girl can do phone sex real well because I used to do it a long time ago. Um, you know, it. I like it. I enjoy it. And that's a part of sex work. Just talking about fantasies with someone on the other end 
And yeah, you might get paid for it. Like there is that possibility that there is a payment received for it. But at the same time, you know, don't knock the people who are out there doing it. Now, one of the sex workers that I always try to tell people about that I think she's a really great sex worker, um, and she's on Twitter and a whole lot of other platforms is Miss Be Nasty. And she is bomb.com. She just does it anywhere in her car. She puts it out there. She do content and she creates content and she puts it out there. She has an OnlyFans, um, you know, and it's out there. I have an OnlyFans too. I will leave the link in this um, description in this episode because I find that, you know, a lot of people associate OnlyFans with just like real raw dog sex and like, you know, watching people fuck and that kind of thing, like a real porn, porn thing. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes with OnlyFans, you can create a different outlet for sex work. It could be anything from just showing your feet for those foot fetishes out there. You know, different types of fetishes, different types of kinks could be on there. Now, my OnlyFans is geared towards just like suggestive content, not showing it all out, spreading my legs open and snapping pictures. That's just not my style. Um, you know, I, I'm a little bit on a, on a little level, different level. I don't knock anyone else who's trying to elevate and go there. But like I've said before, when you get into these, um, ideals of sex work, we're in a generation and an era where sex work has to be number one. It has to be something that's not controlled because women don't need to be controlled. And there are men on there doing sex work as well. And I um, implore, I, you know, I'm happy that they're both sexes doing um, sex work, you know, like King Noir. Um, he's him and his wife, Jasmine, Jazette Jasmine. They're very um, sex oriented. They go to all the um, events this weekend, actually, that just went by the um, I think it was in Miami Exotica, where, you know, they invited the set, the famous sex workers and those who are up and coming in the business and they showcase their talents. And, you know, I love to see that. I love to see people getting appreciated for the work that they put in. And becoming a sex worker could be it's it could be for you or it could not be for you, but you have to choose what kind of sex work you want to sell and stick to that. If you decide you want to branch into more um difficult content that you are that's going to take you out of your comfort zone, you can also do that, but you have to build up to it. And I think with um, Susanna Wise, when she spoke on how she valued the way she looked and she felt like she felt empty, like she was in a relationship, she had a great job, but her life just wasn't going the way that she wanted it to go. And she just felt empty and she just want within the pandemic, you know, we were all at home. Everybody was sitting at home. We were just not doing anything. And she just was like, you know what? Let me, let me put something on Twitter. And she wrote on Twitter. Um, if someone wants to sex with me, um, for a small fee, send me a DM or something like that. She said, and someone, she said so many people started responding to that and that's how she was able to get her business started when it came to her type of sex work. She just started talking about fantasies. She said then she upgraded, got a camera, 
put it on there, did some live streaming, did some, you know, different cutesy stuff. She said it was fun. It made her feel empowering. It made her feel enlightening. It made her feel like she knew herself, who she was, because she was now in control of her sex and her sex appeal and her sexual feeling. Like you, you need to be in charge of your body and your mind and she says she was very disconnected like her body and her mind wasn't in sync prior to sex work and now they they became in sync and she was able to actually hone in on that and so something like that was very interesting to me and I felt like you know what this would be a great time to really bring this up to the podcast like um you know, letting people realize like sex work, it's not desperation. No one does it out of desperation. Some might and some might not. But I think, I think back then when we were younger, sex work was our prostitution or any type of that connotation that people would put on it, that label. It made people feel afraid to be themselves and it made people feel like they were a a statistic and a stigma and they put that on others. But now sex work is, it's a job. It is a true definition of a job. And if you decide to utilize this as your income, more power to you. Like, I feel like if I was, um, as brave as I thought I would be, I would probably be doing a little bit more, but I also have to respect the person that I'm in a relationship with who is not for that. And also, I don't know, I'm not really that kind of girl, but I will post suggested pictures. Um, and I felt like, you know, I, I try to put stuff on FetLife, but then I get all these creepy people that are just really eh. And if I put it on my OnlyFans and I have patrons on there who are, you know, valuing that content, that's great. I don't intend to show my face on there. Um, and the only reason if I decide to show my face anywhere, you guys are going to have to go to Twitter to see old photos of me for my profile picture or, you know, follow me on OnlyFans or follow the Patreon page because that's where you'll see my face, but you won't see my face attached to certain content. And that's just not me. I'm not knocking it. Um, Sex workers, um, they face a lot of hurdles and a lot of dangers because we have what is called these fucked up people predators. You know, they want to prey on these people. They want to make these people feel ashamed for the things they're doing. And then you have the, um, the good side of sex work where you have the professional dominatrix. You have someone who you pay a fee to give you the pleasures and the excitement that you need. You have professional doms who will take on a sub for a fee and whatnot. Don't think that femdom is only one-sided for one sex. Femdom can be for anyone who wants to take money for sex or any kind of sexual content. So please don't think it's just one sex. It's not only female that control that market, but it, it is a job. And when you look at it, you have to look at it. You have to look at it through different settings. You have to look at it through marketing, how you're going to market yourself. You know, what price points are you going to charge? You're also going to be able to um, decide where you're going to place that content for people to be to access that content. So it is a business. And if you are a sex worker and if you're trying to branch in into sex work and dip your feet in the water, start small. 
OnlyFans, go straight to OnlyFans, set up your profile, get your stuff together, get your banking situated, and look at the content that you want to promote. If you're into taking explicit pictures, make sure you have a good quality camera, make sure that the lighting is great, like you have a really great background, because sex does sell, but fantasy sells more. And if I'm going on to someone's um, OnlyFans page and I open it up and I see the person has a background with clothes all on the, the ground or whatever, I don't really think I want to come back because I want to see the fantasy and that's what men want. Men want to see the fantasy. So when men called the 1-800 numbers in my day, they were looking for the fantasy. They weren't looking for what was at home. And so those girls sold it. For for all he knew, she was sitting on her couch and she probably weighed 800 pounds and she was talking nasty to him and making him feel real motherfucking good. But that was the fantasy she was selling. She wasn't back there going oink oink or slurping soda. Maybe, you know, if that's his fetish and he wanted to eat some pork chops, I ain't mad at him. But, you know, you could come on OnlyFans and watch me eat some pork chops. Shoot, I ain't mad at that either. But, um, you know, I'm getting my feet wet. I'm getting my feet wet into this industry. Um, and don't take this that you have to do this because I always said that even though I'm in the lifestyle with BDSM and all that stuff, it does not mean that everything is for me. I had to realize that on my own and everyone else out there listening, you're going to have to realize that, that everything that's available out there, it may not be your kind of tea. It might not be your kind of coffee. So just choose the things that are for you that make you feel that light, that energetic feeling that you get and go with it, run with it. Buy lingerie. If you're a woman who is over there trying to um, show off your body, buy lingerie. Um, it doesn't have to be La Perla, but I'm telling you, I do love La Perla. Um, it don't have to be the expensive kind, but boys, if you're listening, those are the kinds that I like. And um, they feel good because it's lace and it's just so, mm. Um, But yeah, I just feel like, you know, the way you get into sex work is based off of you. It's going to be you. What you feel is good for your image that you're trying to portray. And that's what businesses do. They see the value in the product. They believe in the product and they market the product and they sell the product and you have to be your own everything in business. And so I hope that you have um, enjoyed this little content about sex work and why the pandemic has kind of skyrocketed. To be honest with you, it skyrocketed it like bam because we're all at home, we're all bored, there's nothing much to do, and hey, we're all on social media. And social media was the platform that kept us sane because we couldn't go outside, the world was acting like it was falling apart, and sex work just kind of said bam, bam, and it was out there. Only fans blew up, and it I don't think it will stop blowing up. I don't think sex work will stop. It's been the old age profession. Um, it's going to always be around. 
you know, the younger we become or the, you know, the generations change and shift, they're all going to, it's still going to be there, but you just got to tap into it if you're interested in it. And then also, if you're not interested in sex work yourself, but you prefer to watch or engage in the content that's being created, please support those that you are watching because it's really, they're taking their time and they're you know, preparing this content, they're creating this content and they don't need you to steal it. They don't need you to, um, you know, make them feel bad for doing this. And also another thing is I've told you before, pay for your sex. If you can't pay for your sex, you shouldn't be wanting to have the sex. You shouldn't want the sex to come to your door or on your screen. So pay for your sex. That's like virtual, um, dominatrix. If I'm going to be your online dom you gotta pay for it I'm not gonna be like oh yeah I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna tell you what to do and then you get your rocks off and you don't pay for the content I don't think so you have to pay for the services because when you walk in the store you don't just walk in and pick up the groceries and walk right out the door you gotta pay for the shit that you just purchased so that's the same thing as sex work pay for the sex work do not steal it. Do not feel like you have to degrade the women who are doing it. And, you know, and don't get mad if they do decide to put it on OnlyFans and ask you to pay for it. Like, I see so much of that on Twitter be like, oh, well, we, we months ago you were showing your ass on Twitter. What would I need to pay for it for? It's not about that. In the beginning, you started out showing suggestiveness on Twitter. But when you realize where you want to market, because... What they don't understand is Twitter was your marketing background. You marketed your product. Now it's time for you to make money off the product that you just marketed. So that's where the, the transition goes. So if you're out there and you're trying to do into sex work and do some OnlyFans content, I suggest you do a three second, one to six second clip and you give it a suggestion. Don't ever show more than you need to so that you can make the money that you need to make. That's how I see it. That's all I got for you guys this week for this um, episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Do not forget to like, leave a rating review, subscribe to the podcast here, and also subscribe to Patreon. The link will be the below in the description bar. And then also um, go ahead and click on those links for my social so you could come and follow me. I am on Twitter majority of the time. I spend 90% of my time on Twitter. Um, Instagram, hair, hit or miss, but they're there. You can follow me anywhere you feel like. I do so have a blog. I have not updated that blog at all. Um, so if you feel like going there and subscribing to the blog too, you can. Also, I will leave the article that um, Shannon, um, not Shannon, Savannah, sorry, Savannah Weiss wrote about sex work and how she came into sex work and how it made her lose love herself. I'm going to leave that link below so you guys can um, read it if you're interested in reading more of that content. Um, and then I will see you next week back here for another episode on Tuesday and another one on Thursday. So we are back to doing two episodes a week. I do have some new followers. And before I leave, those new followers or those who are listening, let me just introduce myself. My name is Blue and I go by Goddess Blue Ridley. And I am here. I am your Carib, Afro-Caribbean um, femdom, switchy, 
black girl who bring you educational kink so that you understand that black people do kink too and they should be a part of kink and not be shamed for it and we are trying to break those stigmas down as we go along so every two every week join me for two brand new episodes here and then every month you get a bonus episode on patreon about a topic that i've never discussed and yeah i'll talk to you guys next week i hope you have a great 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 week happy hump day